my mountaintop. This is Mount Manitoba, and this is not in HallOfFame.com presenting the Hall of Fame show. It's me, Kirk Buckner. Evan Nolan, how you doing, brother? Good, how are you, sir? Doing good, doing good. And what do we owe not in HallOfFame.com? The Fictitious Athlete Hall of Fame, which we talked about last week, the Fictitious Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which we're going to talk about this week, and of course, our favorite project, our bastard child. Somehow we have a love child. Never meant to be. Very nice. Thank you. Uh, Well, that is the United States Athletic Hall of Fame, which is, I'm actually going to touch on a little bit, but you can all vote on that now. www.notinhalloffame.com forward slash USA for the first ever class. And uh, we've got probably a eventual first ballot Hall of Famer that I know you're going to be talking about later. Mm -hmm. And possibly one who may not be. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I, I will also have one in my elevator down. So let's kick off with the smorgasbord of shit. What could that be? What could that be? Well, it's whatever Kirk wants to talk about. So, but I'm going to kick off with, an, with a trivia question for you. Ooh, exciting. Yes. So like next week, uh, I'm going to be talking about, uh, I was hoping I'd have it ready. I've got the list ready, but it's not completely up on the site yet. Where, because I do the preseason uh, not, uh, monitor, the Hall of Fame monitor for those mm-hmm. who are active in pro football. I can give you the top. Well, we'll, we'll do that next week. We'll go through a bit of that. Uh, but as I'm doing all of that, I noticed something pretty interesting. Now, I don't, I didn't go back back to, because I actually went to, oh, so let me, before I go into this, let me tell you where I went to today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had a day off and Pauline was off, my lovely wife. We went to Lake Winnipeg and went to a beach in Lake Winnipeg. Okay. And you know, it's a Canadian beach when you're sort of looking at, you're on the beach, it's a pebbly beach because it's on a lake. And then you look over to the left and there's a sign that says, snowmobile parking here okay which i thought was pretty interesting yeah this does not happen when i didn't see that in barbados yeah understood but uh anyway i'm I'm, so as i'm going through all of this i don't i didn't do all the research on this but i don't know when the last time we've started a season in the nfl without an active rusher on a roster don't look because this is the question for you okay because there's no active rusher with 10,000 yards. I don't know when the last time that's ever happened. Wow. Not only that, we don't have an active rusher who has 8,000 yards. Now, technically, Adrian Peterson is still considered active, but he's okay. not the right, That was the first thing I was thinking. So, yeah. So, I'm going to give you five guesses. Oh, geez. That's how, that's how strange this, this Yeah. Who is the leading active rusher who's, who is on a roster? Wow. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking of like the really big guy, Saquon Barkley's not old enough yet. Christian oh, okay, Caffers not only that, I, I'm so confident on this one. You don't even have, there's no bet for you and with me. Just like we have our beer bet. What am I, down four, I think? I'm down, I got yeah, you're down four. four. Down to four. Uh, All right. Now, now I'm getting the chicken wings. <laughs> sounds good. This. You know uh, All right, so... I can't give a hint because it will give it away. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with, I can't think of his name right now. He used to be on the Cardinals. It's now on the Texans. Yeah, I know what you're thinking of, but David. No. Okay. Um, it's not a Patriot. I can tell you that much. Um, not a Patriot. 
And I'm presume well, the way you're saying it's obscure, I'm presuming it's not uh, Derek Henry. So no. Um, I I I can't even Yeah. Is it, yeah, I can't even hazard a guess. I don't even know. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram? Yeah. Wow. Yes. Wow. How many yards does Mark Ingram have? Uh, I forget the exact amount, but it's less than 8,000. Wow. I mean, the fact that I, like, and I'm a big Patriots, I'm a big Saints fan. Look at me. I'm a big Saints fan, and I didn't even know that he had that many yards. He's actually the all-time leading rusher in New Orleans, which is another thing that blew my mind. He's the all-time leading yeah, I, that I did not know either. Yeah, I, I just learned that as I was doing all my stuff for that because he's ranked in my top 115. Realistically, only the top 15 are worth looking at. But, you know, I like sort of like charting them up because like you, I'm list obsessed. Also, mm-hmm. like you, I have a life outside of that, which is also why I think <laughs> pretty good. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I never would have gotten Ingram. Like I didn't no. even, I didn't even think of my. I kind of forgot he was in the league, to be honest. I mean, I, 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 could, I was almost going to say, well, I'll give you a lot. I'll, I'll buy you the lobster, but no, no, no. no. <laughs> so I thought that was really interesting, and then I thought I was also looking at uh, going into the season too. Uh, where is that? I just had that up. It is passing yardage. So, grading. Like, well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> where is that? Oh, tell me, I didn't delete that page up here. Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to bring that up here. Matt Ryan could, mm-hmm. if he has a good year or, or a very good year, which he probably won't, but if he does, he could, fin- he could finish the year at number five all time passing yards. I know. Like that is mind blowing. So yeah, and what, about, what about Stafford? Stafford, by the time he's done, is going to be ridiculously up there, too. Well, right. So if Matt Ryan even is just mediocre this year, he's going to pass Dan Marino. Which yeah. I think tells you all you need to know about this this current era. Yeah, and which 100%. is why they're like I got a kick out of looking at how there's the rushers just aren't equaling up here. Uh, Stafford will pass John Elway this year if he's healthy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, well he won't. He's he's not going to get to the top ten. He'll he'll be number eleven because the guy who's number ten is Aaron Rodgers and he's six thousand yards ahead. Okay, so that's not happening. So. You're you're good, buddy, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I yeah, I actually drafted him in fantasy football this year. Ah, you know, I, I had mine, and I finally for the first time ever do I like the team I've got, which means I'm going to go zero and sixteen or something disgusting. I've got mm. I, I've got uh, Justin Herbert's my quarterback. I've got uh, Mark Andrews at tight end. I've got uh, the Bills defense. I've got you know like I, I I've got a top tight end. I've got a top defense. I've got a top, I've got Justin Tucker, which mm-hmm. I know where you're going to win there, but I've got uh, my, I have Derek Henry. I've, this is the best I've ever felt. Which Good means for you. I'm going to lose. Yeah, probably. That's the way this works. Yes. I mean, like, like every other time I've ever done a draft with this team, which again, I just want to point out how equitable my team, my, my fantasy football league is, which is, uh, I, I did the math. That's actually, uh, 41% women. How awesome are we? Mm. Yeah. 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 See, women can't do this stuff. Yes, they can. 
my commissioner is also a female. Hey, Tracy, how you doing? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, so there's that. But uh, part of the smorgasbord too is ta- I told you last week, I'm going to tell you about, because when we talked about who the, the semis for the fictitious athlete hall of fame, well, now we've got the fictitious rock and roll hall of fame. And this is a surprise to Evan. Evan has no clue who, uh, who these are. I, well, I didn't know we were talking about it, but I didn't. Oh, I yeah, didn't but you know. don't know who they are. Right. I do not know who they are. Yeah. Which I, I kind of like that. I kind of get a kick out of your reaction. Yeah. Um, you and I missed the, and, and we've always talked about this now, we missed the biggest reaction, which will only mean something to nobody who's watching this, but when I, when I had my random Boca, Ju- Boca Junior shirt. Mm, oh, God, yeah, I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, was, that, that wasn't on video, but we couldn't recreate yeah. it. No, no, which uh, for those wondering, uh, Boca Juniors is the top uh, club team in Argentina, and Evan spent a lot of time uh, in South uh, America. One of the two top club teams in Argentina. Thank you very much. My bad. Mm. My bad. But either way, Evan was a fan of the other one. Yes. Josu Gaijina. Oh, before before we, we do that, speaking of jerseys, stand up. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm getting stuff going on the computer here. There we go. We got, uh, That's we the one you talked about a couple weeks ago. See how yeah, we-, we got the special Stay Puff jersey. Yeah. An actual baseball jersey. Actual baseball state puff jersey. And mm-hmm. and my uh Schaumburg Boomers made the playoffs. So we'll see how there that goes. Go. They're awesome. the defending, they're the defending champions. Is so, that single A, right? Single A Frontier League independent ball. Okay. Cool. So, awesome. Yeah. Right. They play teams like the Florence Yalls. <laughs> that is uh, okay. Uh, sorry to anyone who's a fan of that, but that's like the worst fucking name. <laughs> it's a funny name. We we drove by their stadium when we went down to uh, Tennessee in March, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's where it is, uh, Florence, Kentucky." So anyway, people so, in Kentucky, I'm sure you're awesome, but that is just awful. Yeah, it's, it's a weird one. So anyway, do you want to you want to get to this? Should I start with my uh, naming everybody who's already in? Oh yes, please. Yeah, and so right. uh, before you do that, though. The fictitious Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was just sort of like the brainchild of looking at the actual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and saying, hey, here are some bands that technically don't exist, although some of them actually performed, which is mind-blowing in its own weird way. You, I mean, you think it's weird that Rocky Balboa has a statue? Try explaining how the monkeys of four people with the real names technically didn't exist, but they kind of did, but they didn't. Mm. But their origin was not. But anyway, you get it. You get the idea, kids. But yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, all right. So our for our first class, 2015, it was pretty much a perfect class. Yep. Uh, Spinal Tap, the mm-hmm. Blues Brothers, and the Monkeys. And, and again, like, people are gonna say, "Hey, all of those are actual real bands." Yes, but they all were real bands that were created for television programs. Right. And and if you think that that uh, Jolliet Jake really spent time in Jolliet prison. <laughs> Although, to be fair, I agree with him. I do hate Illinois Nazis. Um, <laughs> uh, sadly, sadly, that's becoming more and more appropriate every year as we go. Yeah, well, uh, let's not. We, we'll just stay out of politics. Uh, 2016. Well, we with I know. Are ugly, but. I know. Uh, 2016, The Gorillas mm-hmm. and Tenacious D. Another very strong class. And again, but they exist. Yes, but. There really wasn't a pick of destiny. And the gorillas are only ever seen on a screen. 
Mm -hmm. never live. Yes. Uh, 2017 was probably half and half, even though I voted for both of these. Uh, Dr. Teeth, the Electric Mayhem, also known as the house band for The Muppet Show. And Wild Stallions, who never actually performed. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but, yeah but the good thing they got in then, because based on that third Bill and Ted movie. Mm. Uh, 2018, we had Alvin and the Chipmunks mm -hmm. and the Oneaters. I'm sorry, the Wonders uh, <laughs> from that, uh, that thing you do. Mm -hmm. uh, 2019, we had one of the weirder classes. Uh, again, Otis Day and the Knights got it from Animal House. Mm -hmm. Stillwater from Almost Famous got it. And popular tele uh, Simpsons character who passed away, Bleeding Gums Murphy. Who was never popular. He was never popular. I was waiting for you to say it. <laughs> uh, I, I love those 40 MPHs softball, huh? Yep. Uh, 2020, Josie and the Pussycats, the television cartoon version. Mm -hmm. uh, Marvin, Barry, and the, style, uh, the Starlighters from Back to the Future. And the Ruddles. Oh, I'm so happy when they finally got in. Explain the Ruddles to those who are not necessarily familiar. The Ruddles? Yeah. Beatles pastiche. Pretty much to buy Eric Idle and the Monty Python. Well, not all the Monty Python group, but it was Eric Idle's brainchild. Just uh, all you need is cash. There you go. Uh, and last uh, last year, Eddie and the Cruisers. Mm -hmm. A little bit of a surprise. Uh, Schroeder. What? That's a surprise to me. I never got that one. Schroeder from Peanuts? Never got it. Never yeah. got it. Worst Peanuts character ever. In my opinion. That's uh, possible. Uh, and the Archies. Yep. Well, actually, yeah, sugar, number one. Yeah, Sugar, Sugar. Mm -hmm. So that's what we have. So now we have the uh, voting uh, for this year. So go ahead. Who we got? Well, okay. This one won't surprise you because he's he's been a finalist or they've been a finalist. Really, it's he because it's it's really just Cheech. It's Alice Bowie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Eric, my eye. Uh, basketball Jones. Uh, Cheech is a hell of a lot more talented than people give him credit for, man. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Bart Simpson again. Do the Bart man. So. Okay. Hold on one second. I have to sneeze. I apologize. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm good. Watch it. It's all good. Uh, this is the first one here uh, from, crap, I'm blank. Uh, American Dad, Boys 12. Hmm. Interesting. So I'm looking at some of the ones that we've skipped here oh, as yeah. we're going through. Uh, there isn't anyone now. I'm like, yeah, that's a big deal. I, Barry Jive in the Uptown Five is a miss. Uh, who were, who were once almost Kathleen Turner Overdrive. <laughs> that's so true. You know, that, that was a lot of people's first uh, taste of Jack Black. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, Jack, right, so Black, Jack Black has inspired me because even though I've already turned 50, I'm going to sort of like borrow what he kind of did. When he turned 50, he was like doing a bunch of fun shit at Disney, Disneyland. So like uh, my 50th birthday celebration, my official one will be 50 cool things in Las Vegas. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so you had boys 12. 12. Yeah, boys 12. Uh, okay. okay. No, no shock here. Uh, although it didn't get become a landslide here because they didn't get in last time. Bakaru Bonsai and the Hong Kong Cavaliers. It. Yeah, you knew it. Yeah. Uh, so next is Death Clock. Hold on, I'm working my way down. Death Lock? Death Clock. Death Clock, yep. Hold on. There's so many nominees, I have to work my way through. No, no. 
Um, probably be better if I actually did have a list ahead of time. So I'm like, hey, what happened to this person? But no, you're right. The the uh, instructions. Oh, the crazy frog didn't make it. Thank God. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we've proven that I I don't manipulate this. Otherwise, bleeding gums would not be in this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and no, and no, no, uh, Dave Veltri either, huh? No, Dave Veltri. I don't even remember which one he is. Uh, that's, um, I mean, I write uh, all this stuff. You'd think I'd remember it all, but I don't. That's, uh, that's, um, Steve Buscemi from, uh, oh, uh, I can't think of the name right now. Well, hold on to that thought. Okay. okay. All right. So, who, who did you just say? I'm sorry. The last one was Deathlock. Okay. Uh, so then we've got Dewey Cox. Uh, played oh. by uh, John C. Riley, which means he's a semifinalist in both. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, no Cal problem Bond there. Junior. Yeah. Uh, back from Star Wars, Figrin Dan and the modal nodes. Uh, no, no love for DJ Lance Rock, huh? No love for DJ Lance Rock. And none, no Don music this year. No, you did not. So really, he'll <laughs> never get it. Never. <laughs> and no drive shaft. No drive shaft. Uh, mm. yeah, they, they deserve not to get in for the way that damn show ended i wasted six years of my life for that fuck you anyway uh and, and, and no real enrico palazzo <laughs> oh no he did not all right uh okay uh gene frankel oh man hold on we're really far ernesto de la cruz tonight at the pit everyone gets laid well they never they've never they never played either well, they, they, they never, they've never become a semi-ace, I believe. I'm pretty sure they haven't. Mm. Foxy Love? No, no, no Foxy Love. But Gene Frankel, oh, one sketch. One sketch. More cowbell is yeah. in the lexicon of humanity, though, at this point. Oh, although, di I, although I did see a clip where he's playing with Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, really? Yeah, with, you know, that song Little Sister, which does use a cowbell? Yeah. So they brought him out. <laughs> He's in full Gene Frankel card. That's that's well, pretty funny. Barrel is awesome. He's so awesome that he's he gets a pass even for participating in in uh, Gal Gadot's bad idea of Imagine. Mm. So we made up for it with his uh, participation in the uh, the I can be black, brown, I can be blue, I can be violet sky thing that he did with. Uh, but yeah, but we'll always get a uh, we'll always get a pass. I mean, Gal get just like. I know you're all going through some hard times. Yeah. And even plus though I love, plus I loved him in the red, plus I loved him in the red hot chili peppers. So um <laughs> uh, who's next? Uh Hannah Montana. Who really should get in? Yeah, she's she's very high on this list. I so. I if man, if Miley Cyrus just went all full grunge at all, she could do it. She's got the voice for it. She she's got the life. Do it. Do it, Miley. Just get get in the studio, have Avril Lavigne like, write your songs, and you sing them. Well, no. <laughs> Avril Lavigne. All right, uh, another surprisingly returned uh, semi, Jet Screamer from the Jetsons. Okay, no Hedwig and the Angry Inch, huh? No. Oh, I got to get to Jet Screamer. We're a long way from there. Yeah. Eat uh... op orc ah uh ah. -uh. No Jackie Rogers Jr. No. <laughs> but Jackie Bradley Jr. is a Blue Jay. Yeah, it's true. Wait, mm. no, did I miss? You said Jet Screamer? Mm -hmm. Did I miss Gem and the Holograms? No, no. 
Yeah, they didn't. Genoa Holograms didn't make it? And Jet Screamer did? Who in the what now? No Jesse and the Rippers? No Jessica Rabbit? I don't decide this. You all do. I, I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at the audience. Okay, well, here's one you'll... Okay, I, I'm going to bring you back. We've never talked about this movie, but I think this, is pro- this might be one of your favorites. I think this might redeem things a little bit. Lily von Stupp. Oh, I love that movie, but... Yeah, I 100% love that movie, uh, but... I'm sorry. Jimmy B. Rabbit Smith has to be one of the most important people here. What, what, what did win an Oscar? Yes. Wow. Well, there wasn't. Yeah. Well, okay. You better fast forward because you're not going to Hold on. Hold on. I got to catch up, man. I'm like, yeah, well, four things I was, there's nothing until an R. So no, no Johnny Squares, although he was just famous for dying. Johnny uh, Squares for those, like, that is. It's 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 Jim Carrey before he was Jim Carrey in the Deadpool, and he was mm-hmm. lip syncing "Welcome to the Jungle." Yeah, the Deadpool is. Awesome. Wait, so no Leather Tuscadero this year either, huh? No Leather Tuscadero. I'm, I'm I have no problem with that. Yeah, no, I just they made it that this far before. Yeah, uh, yeah, no Johnny Squares. That Deadpool movie is hilarious on like seven levels. Uh, yeah, well, God, the funny thing is too when that came out, it would have been 1988, 89. Mm-hmm. Before 1990. And I remember the review. That's when I was like a big cinephile, right? And I thought, well, maybe that's what I'm going to get into. Obviously, that didn't happen. But, uh, and it's just like all the reviews, like, all right, he's just too old for this. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, like, I got to hand it to Clint to, in, to me. It's like, after that, I think when, whenever he, that's sort of where maybe he took that to heart. It's unforgiven. Mm-hmm. where he played the ancient cowboy getting revenge and shit that was brilliant mm-hmm. and, ne- and he never tried to play outside of his age again yeah true my favorite part of that movie is they gave him an asian partner and he's like they gave me an asian partner it's supposed to be good for the city <laughs> like <laughs> yeah and then of okay. course asian partner is really good at martial arts so uh, i think okay this is not the quote but i think diversity is good <laughs> something like that something yeah. awful but, but there's yeah. something really bad and the other yeah, great scene the other great scene from that movie is when they're trying to kill the um the killer's trying to kill the news reporter with the motor the rc car loaded with explosives he's driving it down the street and trying to get it under the guy's car that scene is also one of the funniest chase scenes of all time anyway um they ran out of ideas for dirty harry four yeah, but the amazing thing is for that, that's actually very progressive con- considered what he did in the other movies. That, that may be true. Uh, sorry, back. No MC Scat Cat either, huh? Another, thank God. <laughs> there was one other I, there, that I missed. I can't remember who it was. Oh, no Nick Rivers. No. Uh, still one of the greatest lines of any movie. What's your name? Hillary. Hillary, that's an interesting name. It means she whose bos- bosoms defy gravity. What's your name? Nick. Nick, what, where did your parents come up with that? Oh, my dad thought of it while he was shaving. Um, no. So we have to go all the way to R. So no Opera Man. No. No Otis Bad Blake. No. Man. I'm still going. No Phoebe Buffet. No. Actually, that might be a first. That's amazing. Uh, Pootie Tang. 
Well, Pootie Tang's never made it. I know. No. Uh, so I, I, well, I'm an R now. Is it? Is it Mr. Randy Watson? No. Oh, he's not here either. Who is it? Robbie Hart. Okay. From a Wedding Singer. No, Rex Manning. He even has his own day, but he, he has his own day. But oh, let's be blunt. We nobody's actually seen that movie. Nobody's seen that movie. I mean, we've seen the movie. Okay, okay. I, I I watched half of it, and then I listened to the soundtrack a hundred times. I would say everybody I went to high school with has seen that movie. Really? Okay, I thought that movie blew. Ah, uh, that's those are two separate things. <laughs> Fair enough. The movie doesn't have to be good for everybody to have seen it. Yeah, that reminds me. I have to show uh, Pauline because uh, she just knows Renee Zellweger as that uh, as the uh, the rom com queen. Mm-hmm. I've got to show her that. All right, so so we have Robbie Hart, but no Ricky Ricardo coming back. Yeah, got no problem with that either. No, I was just saying. We're, yeah, we're no, still- he's not back. I told you, it's all messed up. All right, uh, who we got next? From The Simpsons, this is a shock to me. Sadgasm. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, right, no Robin Sparkles, but no Ralph? Nope. My God. This is a weird list. Hannah Montana's going to skate in. <laughs> Never assume. The sex, no sex, but bomb. Yep. Yes. Okay. Did I miss someone? No, no. Oh, sadgasm. Like oh, sadgasm comes before. Got a, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Sex, but bomb is there. Okay. And, and then the last four are all those. They're all those. Mm-hmm. Okay. So getting there. Let's see if there's anyone I need to. Upset about. I'm not upset about anyone we've missed in the bottom half of the S's yet. Uh, Swan. <laughs> uh, sorry. I, I, I love Swan. That is all my right. all time favorite films ever. Okay, I'm I'm in the thes here. So can I guess the thes? Guess four, yeah. The banana splits. No. Wow, that the uh murder movie didn't help them. <laughs> um the B sharps? Yes. The beats? No. The beats didn't make it? No. Dear God. They need more allowance. Yoda Leahy, who? Uh, the Brady Bunch kids? Nope. California Raisins? Nope. Oh my gosh. Uh, go ahead. Just keep going. I, I, I've lost. The School of Rock? All right, the no commitments. No. The Folksman. Okay. Which is a fantastic film. That's Mighty Wind. It's yeah. It's Final Tap. And I, have, you- I, have, I have no trouble with the Folksman. And uh, the Soggy Bottom Boys. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, yeah, it's, it's really messed up. Well, now wait till you see the contributors. Hold on, let me, I'm still looking through here for anyone else who... Uh, uh, and while you're doing that, so it's not updated, but last year it was Dr. Johnny Fever who got in. Oh, okay. But, it, but it's not, it's, uh, yeah, it's not showing up there. But yeah, it's uh, Dr. Johnny Fever was a part of the inaugural class, as was Wayne and Garth. Okay, and no Kenosha kickers. No Kenosha kickers. No misfits, that makes sense. No Neptunes. The Neptunes solved crimes. They were the underwater Scooby-Doo gang. Ooh. No Partridge family. No, but I should talk about that on another show that I did. I'll get, mm. I'll get to that in the plugging section. I the Rudels are still section. here, by the way, on the list. 
the Rudels and are still on the list. Yeah, it's gotta... okay. I had to eliminate some stuff there, but yes. Okay, cool. All right, yeah. so go ahead. Go next uh, thing. I'll, I'll keep looking in case there's anyone's because this is I know my my looking through stuff is just incredible podcasting. So <laughs> it's better than a lot. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, okay, so here are the contributors. Tony Clifton. Oh my goodness. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Dickinson. Okay. Because if you need more cowbell. Yep. Again, he, although he never reprised it, here's my prediction. He gets in. I'm going to predict it. Uh, I'm not voting for it. But again, that's not up to me. It's up to all of you. Uh, WKRP fans, Bucky Dornster. Okay. Who, who appeared in two episodes. Okay. <laughs> and was a typical union guy who decided in the first episode he wasn't doing shit. The second episode he was drunk playing softball. <laughs> you can tell I love WKRP. Yes. Yes. Uh, Colonel Homer Simpson, who signed the biggest country star and then sold her for nothing. Yeah. Okay. From the Blues Brothers. This is, I'm big on this. Curtis. Yeah, Curtis has been on this yeah. list before. Yep. Yeah. Uh, from Sex, uh, sorry, from Scott Pilgrim, Ramona Flowers. If you're going to have a muse, yep. your muse. Understood. No mm -hmm. problem there. Yeah. Also, she was amazing in uh, Fargo. That same actress. Yeah. I didn't even know it was her. Yeah. Until I did like an IMDb thing after that. Just incredible in that season. Uh, someone I'm also big on. Venus flytrap. Sorry, I'm, I'm all, this one I didn't have alphabetically, so it's all over the place. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Venus flytrap. Uh, from Fifth Element, Ruby Road. Okay. Yeah. Also from Blues Brothers, we've got Ray. Ray Charles. That's Ray Charles. It, it, it kind of seems like that's kind of like Lee from the. Uh, it's just Bruce Lee. So Ray, Ray Charles. Ray at least owned, yeah, okay. Ray owned the music exchange. It was named after Ray and Ray did, gave us a number. Ray that did a true. lot more musical con contributions than Lee did in actual athletics <laughs> in Fair competition. Enough. So I love, and I love Bruce Lee. I love Bruce Lee. Some say we have a similar body. <laughs> oh yes, very much so. <laughs> Marty DeBerge. And I'm a big fan of not necessarily Rob Reiner. He's a little weird these days, but or a little too focused, let's just say. But I love Rob Reiner mm -hmm. as Marty DeBerge. Okay. Love that movie. Uh, he was just brilliant in that. Uh, and this was a nice surprise. Very nice surprise, I think, for some people. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of this movie, but a lot of people are, including my partners in the uh how the hell did this go number one show wink Wilk wilkerson do you know who that is uh it's john candy yes because i have it right in front of me right now okay uh is not is not john candy in planes trains and automobiles so Wait a minute, how did you know that how did you have get that up the, that back because i've been going through alphabetically to see where yeah, we're yeah. at here yeah so it's wink winkelson uh, john candy who played the dj in that in that film so john candy who was he got in, he didn't get in. He was his finals last year with just the cop who wanted to hear the Blues Brothers sing and, and as Burton Mercer. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, I, I know. I know. 
Yeah. That, this is also why we had a committee so set up the USA Hall of Fame, because otherwise, Johnny Damon. I don't know, I'm just coming up with the most random athlete I could think of. I could probably come up with some. John Rocker? Oh, Jesus. Just. Oh, man. Marge Shot. I know she's an athlete. <laughs> we do have an owner contributor section. So, yeah. Uh, no, Mar Marge Shot. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Marge Shot. And her daughter. Oh, he had some good ideas, but he went too far. <laughs> an actual quote. An actual quote. An actual quote from the for former owner of the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, you, you think Donald Sterling was bad? Nope. No, well, he was, but not com in comparison. Yeah, Donald Sterling is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. So, all right. Yeah. So with that, uh, let's kick into uh, those we lost. I, I, hope I think it's going to be a lot less uh, than last yeah, week. Yeah, it's, it's a lot lighter list this week. Yeah. Um, so we did not, the, uh, the beige mistress was quiet this week. Oh, thank God. Although I will say that one of the greatest Eastern European Olympic athletes did pass away. Oh, uh, George, George Bersianu, uh, the wrestler, Greco-Roman wrestler from Romania, mm. who won the gold in Munich, the silver in Montreal, world champion in, in 69 and 70, silver medalist in 75, European champion in 70, 72, and 73. But other than that, he wasn't that good a wrestler. Yeah. What's crazy is he was the flyweight. He was 4'11 and was still that good. So, anyway, he passed away at the age of 72. Uh, from the world of music, uh, we'll start with Drummy Zeb. Drummy Zeb was the lead singer of what band? There's a trivia question for you. No, I couldn't, couldn't even... The uh, reggae band Aswad, uh, best known for their number one hit in the UK, which was covered by somebody else. Mm -hmm. uh, don't turn around. Don't turn around. Ace of Base. Ace of Base covered their number one 1988 hit in reggae. All right, I gotta I gotta find that. I'm not familiar with Aswad. Yeah. So, um, they but he had a British reggae band, I guess. Yeah, British. They're a British reggae band, correct? Okay. Uh, so. But Drummy Zeb, the lead singer, passed away at the age of, I'm doing the math here, uh, 62. He would have been 63 this month. Um, also passing away, country singer Luke Bell. Um, yeah, I read about that, yeah. Was bipolar, recently changed medication, and was out with some a friend to eat. Or his friend went out to eat, they were together. Came back, he was gone. You saw nine days later uh, in Tucson, just who knows. Uh, but he was, he was only 32. Was, was he, like, I, I'm not a, a big on my contemporary country music, uh, but I know that name. So he was pretty successful, no? Yeah, he had three albums. Um, I, I had seen his cover of Jealous Guy uh, on, uh, out there. It's really good. Um, Okay. I can't say I know him that well, particularly, but yeah, he passed away at only 32. Um, passing away a little bit older uh, was Inez Fox. Uh, best part of the Inez and Charlie Fox group who had a hit back in 1963 with Mockingbird. 
which went oh. to number two on the US R&B charts, number seven overall on the pop charts. Sadly, I know that more for Dumb and Dumber. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but she passed away at the age of 79. Mm. Uh, from the world of hockey, uh, we lost uh, Paul Knox, right winger who played for uh, the Maple Leafs, but was also a member of the 1956 Canadian national team that got the bronze medal in Cortina. Uh, there cannot be that many of those folks left. No, probably not. Passed away at the age of 88. And I'm including this person only because you're such a Nordiques fan. <laughs> uh, Joel Bailargeon. I can't even pronounce it. I don't remember uh, him. What, what? Passed away at the age of 57, played for the Jets and Nordiques from 83 uh, through 89. So anyway, yeah, he passed away. Uh, yeah, at only 57. Mm. Uh, Hockey from, season coming up. Going to go to some Jets games. Yeah. There you go. He said, <laughs> Do you, don't, 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 don't worry about the commute. I think you'll make it. You'll be okay. Um, <laughs> the inside joke is I live across the arena. Yes, that, that's what's behind him. Uh, Mount Manitoba. No, it's actually in front of me. Over there. Oh, it's in front of you. Over Sorry. that way. Sorry, I have my directions different here from, you know, the, the way the lines get messed up across the border. Well, our met- um, we do it, it metric, that's why. Uh, that's right. There's a U in there. So it's border with a U. <laughs> um, so uh, from the Olympics, two-time silver medalist in the shot put, George Woods passed away at the age of 79, member of the USATF National Track and Field Hall of Fame. Um his outdoor best still ranks him one of the top 40 shot putters of all time, oh, wow. 30 years after he retired, which is pretty neat. That, that's very impressive considering how far athletics has come. Yeah. Through. So he, uh, he won the silver in Mexico city in 68 and Munich in 72. Um, from the uh, world of just the stuff we all care about. One of the leading animators and storyboard artists for Pixar, uh, Ralph Eggleston, passed away. Uh, he's only responsible for like organizing and working on Aladdin, Lion King, Pocahontas, Toy Story, Bugs Life, Toy Story 2, Fantasia 2000, Roll the Eldorado for the Birds, which he won a Oscar for for his short for uh, for the Birds, Monsters Inc., Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, Car, Ratatouille, Wally, Up, The Princess of Frog, Toy Story 3, Cars, Inside Out. Finding Dory, Incredibles 2, Soul, and Elemental, which is coming out here shortly. But on that, he didn't do any movie that anybody cared about. Uh, but he passed away at, from pancreatic cancer at the age of 56. It's like when you talk about uh, those side men. Yeah. Other than, other than legend, 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 they did nothing. Yeah, who, who did he work with? <laughs> um, so I guess the three biggest names who passed away this week. Um, well, we have, we have one. I'll we'll get to this one first. We did also have a member of the NFL, Steve White, played for the Buccaneers from 96 to 01 in the Jets in 02, uh, passed away at the age of, I actually don't know, 48. Uh, he, bone marrow cancer. Ah. Yeah, not, not good. Yeah. Um, all right, so the three biggest names that passed away this week, Ernie Shavers, uh, the Black Destroyer, oh. passed I, I away. I missed that. I didn't know that he passed away. 78. Uh, yeah. Twice battled for the heavyweight championship of the world. 
lost to some guy, guy named Larry Holmes in 1979 mm-hmm. after losing to some guy named Muhammad Ali in 1977. Yeah, if I remember right, I mean, like he did very well in those matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, I, I miss. I did not know that he passed away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shavers was. Uh, I mean, a top 10 guy for a long time, back when the heavyweight division was so loaded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like, like in a different era, he probably could have been champion. Yeah, well, it's kind of hard when, I mean, he beat, among others, he beat Ken Norton. Mm-hmm. Uh, he beat, beat Jimmy Ellis. Like he beat some really good boxers at the oh, time. Yeah. I mean, Muhammad Ali and Larry Holmes were really, really good. Oh, especially when he fought Holmes. Yeah, Holmes. Holmes in '79s. I mean, I'm not a big boxing person, but mm-hmm. boxing in the '70s into the early '80s was just about as good as it got. And Holmes in that div- yeah, especially in the heavyweight division. '78 to '81 was ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah, but he passed away at the age of '78. Uh, I'm trying to see from what. Um, I am not sure what he passed away of. So. Uh, from the world of baseball, uh, two-time All-Star, but probably more known for his front office work, Lee Thomas passed away uh, at the age of 86. Played for the Yankees, Angels, Red Sox, Braves, Cubs, Astros, and the Nankai Hawks in Japan in 1969. Um, there's two-time All-Star, but that was when they had two All-Star games back in the early 60s. So he's All-Star in 62 and 62. Um but he's probably better known for being the architect of that 1993 Phillies team that lost to the Blue Jays in the World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, also, after he uh, he was the Sporting News Executive of the Year that year, and after the, they lost, he ended up going to uh, Boston to become a special assistant to Dan Duquette and was pretty much a guy who brought Manny Ramirez and Johnny Damon to the Red Sox, which was sort of important. Johnny Damon's been mentioned twice. I know. Yeah. Look at that. Unfrozen caveman outfielder. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we, we called him that when he was around. Um, <laughs> and finally, I think the biggest name of passed away this week, also at the age of 86, also named Ernie, Ernie Zampezi. Uh, passed away the architect of the cowboys offenses of the 90s uh probably it's interesting with coriel being nominated um very much part of coriel's staff in san diego he was in san diego from 79 to 85 uh sorry 79 to 86 uh there with coriel um as as the uh, defensive backfield coach, receivers coach, assistant head coach, and offensive coordinator. Um, there's a lot of very nice stuff that uh, Troy Aikman, I know your favorite uh, announcer, but had to say about him. Uh, but yeah, just very, we're going to get into, well, again, again, Dan Fouts exists. Um, but one of those people, if we ever, I don't think we'll ever really get a ton of, assistant coaches in the pro football hall of fame it's just we might get one or two but he's probably on that list of uh 25 or so that you'd consider for at least if they ever did that as part of it so but he was 86 years old That's yeah what I got. yeah 
so we've only got two sections left on mines where I do elevator up, elevator down. It's where I look at those who had a good week and those who had a bad week in terms of their Hall of Fame chances. And there, there's really nothing big that happened. And usually in the summer that doesn't. Uh, I've got a couple weird elevator downs and this is just off the top of my head. Uh, I'm gonna say Donovan Mitchell. I don't like this trade for him going to Cleveland, mm. the Cavaliers. I like the trade for the Cavaliers. He ain't the East stacked. Okay, but if you're not going to win with Rudy Gobert, and I get the fact that they weren't getting along anyway, and they had to blow up the team no matter what, Cleveland's not going to go to that level. They're just not. Probably not, but... And if I'm Utah, I'm happy that they got Colin Sexton. I love that guy. Yeah, but but, uh, Darius... But the, I mean, the Darius Gar like that team in Cleveland, they're a top six team in the East. Sure. But I, I, again, I just don't see it. I'm fine. Uh, but I, I mean, I like Donovan Mitchell. When, when you're, but when you're Cleveland, you got to collect as much talent as possible, hopes that you can get somebody there and get lightning in a bottle. Like they're not going anywhere with Sexton and Laurie Marketing. They're a better team with Donovan. Sexton's Mitchell. better than Laurie Marketing. Oh, fine. Oh, yeah, I'm not arguing that. Yeah. <laughs> Donovan yeah. Mitchell's better yeah, than... So this, this is just, just to come up with somebody. And my yeah. second person is for our Hall of Fame, the United States Athletic Hall of Fame. It's Aaron Rodgers. Because I praised Aaron Rodgers a year ago, as you can, you can attest to. Mm -hmm. uh, you and I are both pro-vax guys. Mm -hmm. I'm more of a pro-choice guy on that. I, and my choice was to get vaxxed. Yeah, right. And I really didn't, and I'll be a blunt, and if I take some heat for it, so be it. I really didn't give a shit what anyone else did. I didn't. Uh, saying that, when Aaron Rodgers sort of like got sort of ripped apart for his immunization comment, I'm immunized, which, and he doesn't owe anybody anything. I'll mm -hmm. be blunt with that. He did come out and say, I'm going to be apolitical. Going on Joe Rogan, and I am a Joe Rogan fan. But Joe Rogan has now been pulled to the right. We can agree on that, right? Mm hmm Okay. Yeah, don't argue me for me. So, okay. Because I'm more of a Joe Rogan guy than you are. 100%. I am not a Joe Rogan guy on any You're level not. of any part of his career. So, Which is fair. Which is fair. Uh, I'll, I'll put it this way. And I've said this to you. Like, I didn't necessarily miss it when I couldn't get Spotify and Barbados. It wasn't that important to me. So I'm happy with a few clips here and there, which I'm entertained by. I do think that he gets because the way the United States is, you get split so much that if you don't agree with one thing, you're automatically labeled another. I don't mm -hmm. know that Joe Rogan three years ago and Aaron Rodgers three years ago necessarily thought they were right-wingers. But when everyone tells you you are, you get pulled that direction. And that can work yeah. the other way too. All right, so where are we going with Aaron Rodgers? Well, Aaron Rodgers got blasted for just even being on Joe Rogan. Yeah, but... And but he, but he also said that he intentionally misled everybody on Joe Rogan. So, but did he misled his teammates? No. Yeah, that's true. Which is all personally I would care about. Saying that, I'm thinking about our audience. We're going to be voting on that, mm -hmm. and that's all I'm really going with. That I am not a fan of Aaron Rodgers the person. I think he, there's something really weird about this guy. I've often said that I don't give a shit about his politics if he has any. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that he said, I'm not going to go on Fox. I'm not going to go on CNN. I'm not going to do any of that. Great. But if you go on Joe and you know where Joe's positioned, whether Joe thinks he's that way or not, 
that's where the populace thinks he is. Fair? Yeah, fair. Yeah. So you kind of know what you're doing when you do that. I would think that he knows that. I think that's going to alienate some people who will be voting for him on our stuff. Because Aaron Rodgers should be a candidate when he retires for our hall. Well, he won't be a candidate. He's, I have no doubt he's going to be no worse than the second ballot. It depends on, I mean, yeah. how, how old is he? 38, 37, 38? Well, no, I'm just talking for our hall. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Football. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, and I think Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so, I mean, but I mean, 12 years from now, when we've cleared out a lot of the biggest names, because there's some of you who are going to be coming next yeah. year who it's just not fair. Like, they would be first ballot Hall of Famers, except for the fact they're still going to be up against people like, uh, I don't know, Mark Spitz, who's still hanging out there somehow. Like, it's just, it's just going to be, be. Which could be. Yeah. Uh, but what, 12 years from now, I don't think that's going to be a problem. Yeah. And, and I don't know. It's just one of those things, too, where I hate where your country is gone. And I say your country because for those unaware, I'm not American, even though that Evan and I co-chair the United States thing, which is something that we realized didn't exist. Mm-hmm. So we did that. But, uh, and as much as I'm, uh, I'm a center fence post turtle, whatever you want to call me. You know, that's me. Most people aren't. Mm-hmm. And I think that is, that could potentially hurt him. I think other stories are going to come out about just how this guy is a little bit off. Because I, I do think he's a little bit off. He just has this incredible talent where he's going to get that. I do well, think that he's, well, he's, gonna, he's, he's been on ayahuasca for a lot. So <laughs> he's been what? He's been, uh, he's been on drugs during the offseason. You didn't hear that uh, whole thing? No. Yeah, that he's been using, uh, he's been using hallucinogens in the offseason to help himself. I missed that completely. Okay. Yeah, that happened, I don't know, a month ago. Okay. Uh, I don't know. It's Aaron's an interesting dude from everything you hear. Whether Mm -hmm. you love him or not, even if you're a giant Aaron Rodgers fan, great if you are. But there's something off. Mm -hmm. And I think we've known this for a while in terms of who he is as a person. And again, I don't give a shit with a lot of this other stuff. I really don't, but once you're labeled, it's next to impossible to shake it. Mm -hmm. And he went by going on Rogan. And again, I don't give a shit, go on Rogan. I love Rogan to a point, but that's his label now. Mm -hmm. And you have to know that. You know, and that's sort of where I'm going with that. Uh, the country, your country's culture war is scaring me. It's yeah, because uh, like I, I wish that people would just talk to each other and like civil discourse is, I don't want to say dead, but it's dying. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I'm still happy being in Canada where I can have people who love Trudeau and they're still my friends. I hate Trudeau, that's why I won't there. You know, Fair but, enough. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, those are my sort of elevator downs just because I don't know, man. But anyway, uh, you you always have the hammer because you should. You, <laughs> you're the hammer, man. And it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. We're having to Elsus. Who has made, who, over the last week in sports and pop culture, 
qualifies for this great Clint movie. Clint got mentioned twice. But before there I do that, Johnny Damon and Clint, who can we get in a second time? Just, oh, no. just, just yell Mark Spitz's name. Um, okay. We don't, can, can, oh, uh, can do this one? Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right, excellent. Um, so, stop me if you've heard this one. Uh, Serena Serena Williams. Um, I don't want to. I'm breaking news here. She lost today in the U.S. Open in the third round. Uh, but I just want to talk. And, and this is gonna what? Legend. Legend. I just want to talk about. Do you know when Serena won her first major tournament la- match? Oh, jeez. Okay, so she's 41. Nineteen ninety-eight. So her first tournament win was in nineteen ninety-seven in the Ameritech Cup, where she entered as a wild card, coming in ranked number three hundred and four. Oh, close. Okay. She beat number twenty-seven Elena Liktosheva in straight sets, then upset Mary Pierce, number seven in the world at that point. I remember her. Yeah. And then upset Monica Seles, the four seed. Becoming the youngest ever, uh, sorry, the lowest ever ranked player in the open era to be, beat two top opponents in one tournament. She ended up losing to Lindsay Davenport in that tournament in the semifinals. Putting in perspective, as sort of like a, like a, a novice tennis fan back in the late 90s, and then Venus comes up, because Venus is the older sister. Yeah. And there was a lot of people like, holy shit, look at her. Like, what, there was a younger, more powerful sister? Yeah. Um, Venus is, um, Venus, uh, Serena. Because at a time, I mean, there was a debate whether who's going to be the better sister. Mm-hmm. There, there really was. Uh, I mean, now it's not even close, which is crazy to say, because Venus had such a good career. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Serena Williams... All the attention she got. Oh, do, do you know that uh, ESPN, and again, ratings, uh, say what you want about ratings now, but I think it's still impressive when you get traditional ratings. Her second round match got a 2.7 million people watching that. 2.7 on a second, second round match. Second round match is amazing. Yeah. Which is mind blowing to me. Yeah. So, happening. But the reason I brought that up, so that tournament, that first round match she won was November 1st, 1997, Mm -hmm. okay? Well, give you an idea how long ago November 1st, 1997 was. Tom Brady was not even, hadn't even thrown a college football pass. I love how you brought this to Brady and it's perfect. But just think Brady and Serena Williams and Tiger Woods, the three of them have been in our lives for 25 years at this point. So they've been in our lives so long. Well, Leonardo, you and I are our complete adult career. Adult yeah, career. Leonardo, they're so, they've been in our lives so long, Leonardo DiCaprio won't date them, right? Like, that, that's how, that's how like, long those... I'm not wearing a hat, but it's off now. <laughs> like, that's how long they've been around. This woman has been great forever. Her first... Major finals championship knew she beat in the in nineteen ninety nine. What country is she is that person from? Germany. Yes. Yes. I have, let, me, let me pull. Sorry, let me pull this back up. I want to make sure I have it in front of me again. So her tournament. This was Germany. 
Oh, Steffi oh, Groff? It was Steffi Groff. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm pulling, I'm pulling this up again. It, there, her Wikipedia page is so long, I have to go like all the way up to the top here. Uh, but, but 1998. Here it is. Her first WTA final. I'm sorry, this is her second one with Steffi Groff. Her first final was February 1999 on carpet at the Open GDF Suez in France, where she beat Amelie Moresmo in February of 99 and then won her? Indian Wells in March over Steffi Groff. I remember uh, Amelie, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just like the list of people she played in the finals is like who's who of the history of tennis. Martina Hingis, Lindsay Davenport, Kim Kleisters, Jennifer Capriotti, uh, Justine Anand, her her sister, Anastasia Myskina. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. I mean, think about this. This this girl, this woman, she was a girl in Compton who became not just one of the best tennis players in the world, but one of the most recognized athletes in the world, mm-hmm. one of the most recognized people in the world, one of the most socialites. Who was at the, uh, the, the wedding of uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle? George Clooney and Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. I'm sure others, I don't know. I mean, my wife made, you know, she made me watch that fucking shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just amazing. At just a moment of uh, of tipping tipping the hat to one of the greatest ever to do it in anything. Uh, yeah, uh, and I think I said this last week. Uh, my co-goat with Martina. Yeah, uh, and her sister and her sister's probably a top five. Oh yeah, it, it's crazy. Imagine being one of the five best tennis players in the world, and her little sister is still better than you. Just absolutely insane. So. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe, maybe Venus is top ten. I'm not sure because we got graphics. Yeah, we'd have to think. We have to think about but, it, and then you also have to factor in. It's always hard to do. Like, where do you put someone like Margaret Court, who was playing Chris, Chris Everett? Okay, all right. So Venus is probably more top ten or close to it, and yeah. still not the best Williams. Yeah, true. Yeah. So anyway, amazing, and yeah, and and I'll admit, uh, I was I I did sort of like DVR to try to watch the. No, try. I did watch their doubles match. I know it's your form. Because how can you not? Yeah. I mean, you know that's probably not going to happen, but it's watching history. The fact that, again, 2.7 million people watch that in the United States. That's, if that doesn't tell you all you need to know about Serena Williams' popularity in tennis and in the US, I mean, she could have easily been my elevator up, but I didn't see the point for the mm-hmm. argument. I thought it was oh. pretty obvious. Yeah. So anyway, good for her. Let's move on so we can get people out of here to the, because we've talked about her forever, to the bad. Yeah. Isn't that nice though that we actually sort of like went long on the good? Yes. It's very, <laughs> very nice. Uh, yeah. So the bad is going to tie in bad television with bad behavior. So there's a program on right now that my wife has found originally. She likes watching dumb TV. Uh, just to get her mind off of stuff. And every once in a while, she'll watch a show and like, this is just stupid enough for me to watch. Uh, This one is called Claim to Fame, which is hosted by uh, two of the Jonas brothers, the two who are not Nick or Joe. So Kevin and the the littlest one, Frankie Jonas. There's another one? There's There's a bonus Jonas, as they call him. 
a bonus Jonas. What bonus is it, Jonas. Zeppo of this world? Yes. That was so anyway. So anyway, they have 12 people who are related to major celebrities living in a house. Oh, okay, okay. I know what the show is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, so we've lost a few. We've lost, there have been people related to all sorts of different folks, but three of the people who are on that show, their family member that they're related to had a very bad week. <laughs> so first, uh, Jasmine, who is the sister of Tiffany Haddish. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, that, oh. But yeah, don't... Tell people who don't know what happened. Um, someone, okay. so, I'll, I'll put it this yeah, way. Yeah, I can do it. Okay. She, 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 she hired, she hired Prince Andrew's lawyer. <laughs> yeah, that actually sums it up better. Sums it up better. Yeah, she's been accused of, uh, along with Aries Spears, of inappropriate behavior with underage people. Okay, Aries. Uh, but I'm just saying the two of them were tre- trending together today. So yeah, yesterday too. Uh, I love Tiffany Haddish. Oh God, I, I think she's hysterical. That one is. God, I hope that I I I hope her. There's not a lot of those things where this shit happens. Where my first instinct is, I hope that's not true. Usually, I believe all the victims. This one, I'll admit, God, I hope that's not true. Yeah. All right. So that's that's the first one. Second one we oh, have. Yeah, second one, we have the, uh, I believe he is the nephew of country singer Jason Aldean, <laughs> whose wife had a little bit of a meltdown this week. Jason, did nothing really happen to Jason, but his wife, his wife happened to Jason. And lastly, we also had Tiffany Favre, Brett Favre's daughter on there, which is how this ties in, who has been is currently under investigation for taking $70 million for children's charities in Mississippi or for the uh, federal welfare funds that are supposed to go for him to make speeches that he never made. Yeah. This How bad do you have to be stealing child welfare funds from Mississippi? Uh, he could have easily been my, uh, I, I looked at him as also an elevator down, you know, for the same thing for our US Hall. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, my favorite thing about, well, not favorite, uh, well, my two favorite things about Brett Favre, one is the Saints fan, the fact that he got the shit beat out of him, which is why the Saints went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fair enough. I'm a little bit selfish on that, I'll admit. Uh, the second thing is, I think he's the unofficial answer to a trivia question. Who is the first celebrity to get caught with a dick pic? Hmm. Probably true. Because I think he was sort of like doing that in the old grainy Motorola days. <laughs> he had to take out his flip phone razor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, th- I think it might have been. It's like a, well, you know, the pixels make it look make it look smaller, <laughs> but it's it's really. <laughs> the, girl, the girl had to answer with her pager when she answered the pager. It downloaded at two hundred fifty six bit. <laughs> Massage. Sue's too. I don't remember. I, I don't remember. Yeah, uh, which is just showing how different we are in, in modern media. Uh, and the funny thing is, like, in, in terms of, we talked about, like, Aaron Rodgers a lot, right? 
Aaron Rodgers has got that whole weird sort of thing going with his teammates, but all his teammates love Brett Favre. They do. The, like, I, I have never seen one former football player, even people who went against him, who didn't say, didn't just love Favre. Yeah. Is Favre a country boy? Does he look like he would have, like, drove the General Lee? Yeah. Yeah. But it, we're also part of that weird era now that people want to hate on him for the wrong reason. Hate on him for this. Yeah, 100% hate him on him for this. So, yeah, it was just, it was just funny because we watched that show and I was like, oh, Brett Favre. Oh, Tiffany Haddish. Oh, Jason Aldean's wife. What the hell is going on with the show? So Simone Biles, whose sister's on there, I hope, I hope everything's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, but everything happens in three, so it'll be okay. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, the, the, funny, the funniest thing about that show is Simone Biles' sister looks exactly like her. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly like her and uh-huh. so the whole time they're all like oh well like i don't know who anyone is but that's simone biles sister <laughs> all right i gotta watch that but you know it's sort of funny i think out of those three the one who's gonna hurt the most it's gonna be tiffany haddish 100 percent tiffany haddish i mean like okay you want to screw a bunch of hillbillies or whatever like fine you want to screw that well, fine that's one thing you did a one person or like allow any kind of grooming and i don't know what's true or not we're not saying because we have no flipping clue yeah uh She's yeah. in big trouble because you can't, you can't escape that stink. She is. So anyway, let's move off of that stink. Into, let's go from to a bigger stink. Yeah, this one is confusing more than anything. The ugly is the Duke, that right. The Duke BYU uh, inappropriate language, racially charged language thing with the volleyball player. So the original story is that Duke played BYU in volleyball, women's volleyball. Duke has one uh, African-American player on their team. Just one or just one starter? Uh, That I can't tell you. Okay. Uh, But she was, when she was on the court, there was a lot of regardless. Regardless. When she was on the court, particularly when she was serving, there was a lot of heckling coming from the BYU student section, which apparently included several uses of the N-bomb, among other things. So you could see, like, you can hear it and you could see, like, the teammates looking in the crowd and everything. And Duke complained. And eventually BYU did something and they banned the person for life from Mm -hmm. the arena. But now it turns out it doesn't seem like they have the right person. Or they can't figure out if it happened at all. Yeah. I don't know what's going on here. And, and that's sort of, yeah, this is like colossally ugly too. And I'm sort of glad you brought that up because that would have been part of my smorgasbord. Uh, obviously, if there was one person who said anything like that, they should be banned for life. And mm-hmm. ostracized, and I, and I've said before, I hate cancel culture, except for this. Cancel this motherfucker if that's what he did. Yeah. And, and just by the way, Don Staley has canceled the South Carolina. That's what I want to talk about. She canceled it over this as well. So, which to me, that kind of bothers me a little bit because a, did it happen? Because, and let, and I've always said, I'm I'm an agent of logic. So we live in an era where if you look at that game, that wasn't, that was a full crowd. So there would have been probably at least four digits of people there, from what I could tell. 
Now, the police, and again, not that I'm pro-police or anti-police or whatever the hell you want to say, but they, they couldn't find anything. Okay. But there's no video evidence of anything? Nothing? Yeah, I there don't is, know. There's not even video of the person being ejected. So yeah. one, of, one of three things has happened. A, uh, I believe her name is Rachel Richardson. A, she's full of shit. B, she heard something that didn't exist. Which, with the, in that in that thing in that arena in that thing, it's possible. Actually, it's A or B, really. It's, it's A or B, so either- or, 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 or C, someone did hear it and they just don't, didn't get caught for whatever reason. Someone did say. Okay, or it's C, yeah. So it's A, B, or C. So what's most likely? We've got no video of this? We got no audio of this? Nothing? Who knows? I mean- I'm not saying, I'm not saying that it's completely impossible. I'm, I'm, and I'm not gonna say that. I do think it is somewhat relevant that her godmother is a bit of a race baiter mm. from what we've learned. And I think what's also disgusting about how the US has become so polarized that when this first came out, CNN was all over it, or that left-wing media is Fox. Hey, just by the way, calling CNN left-wing media is getting very, very hard at this point. I agree, I which is why I try to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you're right, I agree. Uh, either way, left-wing media said, was all over this with the front page. Fox didn't. And then when there was no evidence of that, then we, we know what effect, happened. Of course. Right. Which is more of a condemnation of all media. 100%. Frankly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I, I people, you know, like people I, only report what fits their narrative. Right. I mean, I crave but what's here, here, Here's the thing I don't think this girl made it up, in my opinion. I hope not. I don't I think, think it, it appears as if she reacted to stuff when she was back there and she may have heard something. It may not have been the same thing. Who knows? The fan who was ejected uh, apparently got in the face of another player after the game on Duke's, on Duke's team. That, yeah. but, so, but, but here's what bothers me more a little bit. This guy wasn't a student. Well, he was a student at a different college, but yeah, he wasn't. He was in the student so section. Was, he's he's BYU. BYU. He, he was uh, a Utah Valley, a Utah Valley student. What was it okay? I didn't. I didn't read that, but I, I just read that he wasn't BYU. So, the BYU reaction was okay. We're going to ban the student section. Okay, why? Nobody from your school embarrassed anybody. Right. Um, I would say as someone who's come from Boston, a city which has a history of people yeah. just assuming the worst about it, the only city in the country that's probably viewed worse than Boston by most people is Salt Lake, okay. um, just in general, um, particularly with the history of the Mormon church and non-white people. Um, so BYU was trying to err on the side of, let's not do anything, but that is, that is super obsessive. That's right. 100%. This is also where I feel that that with Don Staley, too. I mean, now, if you've got a, in, in the South Carolina, Don Staley, for those unaware, she's the head and an incredible head coach, by the way. Uh, someone she's who. Hall of Fame, I've forgotten. I believe so. And she could make it. Yeah. 
Uh, no, yeah, I mean, the South Carolina women's basketball program is very, very potent, very, very good. And she could very well have had a group of people, and they go, this is where I go back to the polarization, right? So it wouldn't surprise me if Dawn and her teammates, or teammates, her, her players, have never even heard the other side that, no, maybe this didn't actually happen. Now, I, now, I'll admit, if I'm a black woman, again, I, I can't put myself in that. It's impossible. But I was wondering where that sentence was going to end, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> but if, no, but if I'm a black woman and I only hear, well, somebody said that about a black woman in this place, I'm not going there. Yeah, 100%. And you don't, you don't want to put your team there either. No. Situation. But what so. if it didn't happen? Which is, I think, a very relevant question to ask. Right, but she canceled, she canceled that game going out there yeah. before it was announced that this. So she canceled three days ago. The information came out two days ago. Oh, I so the information the, came out today that she canceled it. No, he was I canceled about that today. Ago. It was canceled okay. three days ago. Okay, fair. So right. she, well, the facts were when she canceled it, this happened, and that there's nothing else. The, yeah, I didn't know that. The other announcement came out two days ago. Yeah. I mean, and at that point, once you've made the decision and you moved on, you can't just like flip okay. back and forth. All right, I didn't know that. I mean, but either way, I mean, like it's like, the whole thing is just so it's weird. Scary. It, it is because like I can't. And I'm just going again for my thing of logic when where I'm thinking about this. I can't imagine that. In and I, I try to watch a bit of that. Like I, I just wanted to get a gauge of like what what the attendance was. So there hadn't been at least a thousand. It's like that's on YouTube. You can see that there, there are a lot of people at that game. A yeah. significant number of people for a women's volleyball game. I was yeah. surprised. Some people right. Yeah, no, I was too. But so I mean, at least a thousand or close to. So lots and lots of people. If there was somebody doing that, wouldn't have somebody have filmed that? Well, they're all white. Who is the most likely to sort of do that? A white chick. Sorry, but they are. To film, you mean? Oh yeah. Yeah, if somebody's doing that, I mean, like, that's the thing. I mean, I'm not exactly a BYU stand. Why would I be? I'm not Mormon. I'm not from Utah. I don't get that culture. I don't have to. I don't have to understand it. I just have to accept it. But I'm not, well, no, it's true. I, I don't I know. Just continue, continue, continue. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not going to necessarily say just because somebody's Mormon that I'm going to say like, oh, well, you must have this view. Nah, I'm not going to do that. Well, I mean, the reason the reason it's in the ugly section is because of you already talked about the polarization going on in this country, and the he said she said, and we'll probably never know the truth about this situation. And both sides are now pulling at this, pulling the the strings on each side of the tear in their direction to prove they're right. I don't know if we'll ever find out the answer on this. It's just gotten weird, and I don't know. And that's I mean, it's gotten weird, and when things get weird, they get ugly. It's a microcosm as to what's going on right now. 100%. To, to the point where, I mean, like you and I, we've had a lot of discussions. We're so passionate about American sports. And again, I know it's weird that I'm a Canadian, but I'm very passionate about this. This is the most passionate project I've ever had out of all the ones I have, which is a hell of a lot. Mm -hmm. And there have been times I wonder, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you, you felt the same way. Yeah, maybe not as much as me. I mean, maybe more in some ways. Again, uh, you've got a completely different perspective than I do. 
Yeah, but, like the whole and, thing. I mean, and, too. and you could tell on this show, there's a lot of things I really want to say. Like, some I always tell my kids, it's very, very easy to become famous, right? Mm-hmm. Get yourself in front of a microphone and say something incredibly inflammatory, and you become famous overnight in this country. Probably mm-hmm. get yourself elected to Congress in a lot of places, right? Uh, but there's that, a lot that, of that things. That joke works on both sides, by the way. No, I, I didn't say I, yeah. that was not a partisan statement. No, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Uh, but there's, yeah, there's a lot of things that are going on that I want to say, and there's just, yeah. Well, yeah. when you're passionate enough, you do. Like when we talked about the gun control stuff. Yeah. And, and so, you know, like I, I'd like to think that as much as I have a a, lo- a lovely, healthy hatred for my current prime minister, when he says something I like, I you say do, you, do, you do give him credit. So, abs- and I still will. As much as I think he's a colossal douchebag, racist, sexist, who's anyway. But anyway, moving on. Other than that, other than uh, that. so on that, what's close the show? <laughs> Let's do that. Yeah. Let's do that. Uh hey, I wrote a book. Did you know that? You've said so before, I believe. Yeah, yeah. It's it make it makes a fa- fabulous Halloween gift. Why not? Uh Chavo Guerrero instant classic. I had the pleasure of helping Chavo Guerrero, the late Chavo Guerrero senior, by the way, not junior. Mm-hmm. Uh, with his autobiography, you can get that Chavo Guerrero instant classic. Uh, hey, maybe you might want to be a guest on this one. Uh, Chris Bernay and I, uh, we do a show called uh, oh, the, uh, This Crap Was on National Television. Did I tell you what we picked next? I uh, know. Manimal. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Yeah. Want to jump in on that one? Uh, I, don't, I don't do remember Manimal well enough. I know it happened, but I don't remember it well enough. Or do you want to wait to the one that you really want to do? Yeah, I want to wait to the one I really know. Well, Chris Bernay and I do that also, too. Thank you for all the people on YouTube. You really loved our Harlem, Harlem Globetrotters uh, visit Gilligan's Island episode. That's doing actually really well on that. I've, damn if I could figure that one out, but you are, so thank you. Uh, Rad Nelson, Andrew Tessman, and I, we have... Uh, how the hell did this go to number one? So we just did Steams, na 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 na. Hey hey hey, goodbye. Which Evan also passes uh, past that last week when I said, "Hey, when I gave you a trivia question, you figured that one out." Uh, we're doing Mambo number five, which never uh, happened. Yes. Mambo. yes, next week. So we're going to so, be doing that. Take, taking a list of X's and making millions of dollars off of it. Yeah, from 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 a guy you'd think was a Cajun or Creole guy, but he's actually a German Ethiopian. Okay. Or something like that. Didn't I don't know. That. Neither did I. I'm in the preliminary research stage. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, and uh, Glenn Pulowski, you know, he's the greatest triathlete ever to come out of Buffalo. Not well, not right now him. he's, yeah. Well, right now he's stuck in New Zealand. So I might be able to squeeze out another uh, classic sports review out of him. I'm trying. But if you haven't seen our last one, we looked at the big brawl game between Colorado and, and uh, Detroit. And we had a special guest for that, two special guests. Super fan of, the de- of uh, all Colorado sports, Ron Katz. He's also like the fan of the year for the Broncos. Pretty big thing, right? And Adrian Dater, who was uh, part of uh, the Colorado Avalanche beat, uh, beat reporting at that time. So we're really excited about that. That's up. Uh, we're looking at a boxing match. Where I think we're going to do a Klitschko Lewis. Okay. Because, you know, I don't know if you know, there's some things going on in Ukraine, and maybe you've heard of it. Uh, Ukraine, yes. Yeah, yeah. So we, we thought we'd sort of look at a bit of that before that. I might have a special guest lined up. Not sure yet, but I'm working on that. With that said, 
wherever you are, wherever you may be. Thank you for being part of the Bucknerverse. Ah, see what I did there? Yeah. There <laughs> All right, take care, everyone. Bye.